This, 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 this is mythical. Hey, everybody, this is Charles Neal with Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with my son Link from Good Mythical Morning. Hey, hey. How you doing, son? Good, Dad. How are you? Oh, hanging in there like a loose tooth. Oh, really? Barely hanging on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just keep right on going. Just keep hanging on, having a good time. See what we can get into today and spin this world around one more time. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, I still got all my teeth. You got all your teeth? I still got all mine, too. You know, Nana looked after us good. Yeah, that's right. She would sneak me into the dentist office on the weekend and do everything to my teeth. Oh, you need some sealants. I've watched the dentist do that. As a dental assistant, it seems like she felt like she knew more than the dentist that she worked for. I wonder what that was. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, thank God I, I never had to have any teeth pulled, you know? I'm telling you. Because I know she would have done it. Yeah, everybody that she worked on in the family, when she went in there to clean them and stuff, if she didn't draw blood, she didn't think she was doing a good job. So, <laughs> <laughs> so when you were little, did she sneak you in uh, in the weekend or did she send you to the actual dentist? You know, part of the time when we were growing up, we lived right beside the dentist office. So when Grover Pate closed and something new come in, she'd carry me and Teresa over there and work on us for about an hour for giving us that sealant and cleaning and doing all that and say, we're going we gonna to make sure your teeth is good. But it was all free and undercover. All free and undercover. Because she yeah. had her own key. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was always a little, I mean, I was afraid of the dentist, but when your dentist is your nana, that made it better. But she was pretty aggressive. Yeah, she, she was rough, I'm telling you. Yeah. But do you still have all your teeth? Every one of them. You don't have like a denture situation. No, I got all my teeth and I, I had never had but three cavities. I haven't had any cavities, so kiss my ass. <laughs> well. I'm just joking, Dad. You don't have to kiss my ass. But I haven't had any, so uh, so far I'm winning. Well, she must have done a good job, hadn't she? Well, she put the fear of God in me that I had to like brush <laughs> my teeth so hard so often. Like, I literally went to the dentist's office out here, I think it was out here when they broke the news that I, I had been brushing my teeth too hard. How's that even a thing? <laughs> it's like, well, you need to call my Nana. She made me chew every, every bite of food 30 <laughs> times and brush my teeth too hard. Yeah. How's Myrtle Beach? Oh, Myrtle Beach is, is rocking and rolling. We, uh, I got a little story to tell you. We went downtown uh, North Myrtle Beach last Thursday night. Okay, doing a little partying? Yeah, and uh, they have a band down there every Thursday night outside at the Horseshoe at North Myrtle Beach, and they had too much Sylvia, mine and Nancy's favorite band. We carried about uh, 10 chairs down there for different friends of ours and set all them up. And the only time Nancy and I set them was because we went and got a piece of pizza right before the uh, show started. And when they started playing, we went right down front. You don't need no chairs. Don't need no chairs. So we was up there jamming and a dancing and having a good time. Uh-huh. And a, a girl turned around and looked at me and she says, You're Link's dad. Yep. 
And I said, that would be correct. And she said, <laughs> oh, my God. We, I watched, I've been watching them for years. Well, how old was this woman? She's probably between 21 and 22 or 23. Oh, wow. You're partying with some youngins. Well, they, I mean, there's all different age groups of people that's down there. Probably most of them are my age and like that. But they, they some, because this girl's name, I thought it was really uh, neat, though. I said, well, what's your name? She said, Lily. I said, mm -hmm. man, you know, that's Link's daughter's name. And she said, yeah, I, I remember that. And so she jerked, she jerked, she said, I want to take a picture. And I said, yeah, that'll be all right. So she reached down in her pocketbook, little pocketbook, and pulled out one of these old little cameras that you had to wind up and do every picture and then wind it up again. Like a disposable camera? A disposable camera. Oh. And my friend Pat was standing there, and he said, well, I'll take a picture of it when he... She pulled that camera and he said, where in the world did you get this thing? Where's your phone at? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I guess that's retro, huh? I reckon so. It's kind of fun to have a camera like that, one of those old school cameras. There's a delayed gratification. And if you're that young, you never experienced it when it was out. It's like, oh, this is, this is something retro. I have to actually get the film developed. There's, there's a little bit of intrigue. How's this gonna turn out? I think it's healthy for the younger generation. They have to wait on their photos a little bit, don't you? Yeah, and then she went and got her boyfriend and brought him over there, and he was just all up in there, and his name is All Tracy. up in what? All up, all up just, just excited, jumping okay. up and down because he got to meet Link's dad. <laughs> and I thought, okay, so, we're, I mean, we had a big time. They danced in front of us, and right before the show was over, we had... I had run out of cold beer that I'd brought down there. Of course, I didn't bring too many, and everybody else was drinking out of my cooler. And uh, mm. he come walking up and, and brought me a cold beer about quarter to nine. I said, this is for you, for being Link's dad and, and us loving Link. And I said, well, that's great. And thank you very much. So, finally, finally you, you get something out of one of these fan exchanges besides just your ego boosted. That's right. You get an actual beer. Yep. A nice was cold good too. beer. It was good? Yep. And he knew what kind to get, so brought me a Michelob Ultra, so he was right on time. All right, you listening to this Michelob Ultra people? Come on now, we gotta work, we gotta, we gotta work in some actual sponsors into this thing. I'm telling you. We're giving handouts left and right. We gotta work it, what is this, episode 10 already? Episode 10, yep. This is crazy. I mean, was that the story that you said you didn't want to tell me last night? Yep, that was it. <laughs> See, I love that. I told Christy when I got off the phone, you know, when we were talking on the phone, you, you almost told me, and then you were like, well, something happened to me. I got to wait until tomorrow to tell you on the show. And I was like, yes, that's it, Dad. You, you're becoming a professional podcaster. That's the that's the hallmark of it. You save your stories for the show. When Tracy came back up there and I, I gave him, uh, I told him about the dispatches from Myrtle Beach and I gave him the uh, Rather Be Shagging 53 at AOL.com. So he said he was going to send in a question or something on it. So Holler out to Tracy and Lily. Yeah, so. Yeah, see, we it reminds me, we still got to, 
get you that shirt. Do you know who I am? We still got to work on that. It doesn't seem like you need it, though, but <laughs> it'll only help. No. I guess I'm going to have to start going downtown on Thursday night and just see if I get recognized again. I feel like everybody in Myrtle Beach should be listening to this show. I think the whole town is just going to be taken over soon enough. It's just going to be like wildfire. You're not going to be able to go anywhere without somebody handing you a Michelob Ultra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what my friend Pat told me, said, for long, we're not, you're not going to get to go out in public cause, and then we won't be able to see you anymore. I said, no, that ain't going to happen. I said, we're going to be out in public. If somebody recognizes me, we're just going to tell them about the podcast That's and the right. show and just keep right on going. You cannot yeah. deprive the people of your presence, Dad. It's the, you're becoming the Myrtle Beach ambassador. Yeah. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. Are you out of emails? No, I, I was getting ready to tell you, I, I, I got some pretty interesting emails that's been going on. And uh, the first one is from Sydney Hoster. Hostetter. Okay. Mm-hmm. It says, what does a deaf gynecologist do? What does a deaf gynecologist do? I don't know, Dad. He reads lips. <laughs> okay. Whenever you bring up gynecologists, I don't make it a habit of going to the gynecologist, but I have been. You know, when uh, Christy was pregnant with Lily, who is our first, of course, I went to the first like checkup. I've told this story before, but I mean, I, you, this is the type of story you can't tell enough. I don't know, I think you've heard it. So yeah, I was like, I'm gonna be a good dad. It starts now. We're going to the first appointment together, and then all of a sudden, we're sitting in there in the room, and I'm like, damn, there's, there's, this is an exam table, there's stirrups, it's like, what's going on here? And then he comes in there, and it's, it wasn't just a conversation, He's throwing her feet up in the stirrups and like getting under her gown and g- having an exam. Oh yeah. And so I'm just like, my eyes are as big as saucers. I'm standing up, sitting up by Christie's head. And I was just like, not prepared to be party to a gynecological appointment. <laughs> and the doctor, He's, you know, he's making conversation. This is just an, another day at the office for him. He's like, so Christy, uh, where did you where'd you go to school? And Christy's like, well, I went to Meredith College. That's where um, Link and I uh, met. Well, Link didn't go to Meredith College, but like, you know, it's like he went, to, yeah, that's where we met. And um, when I was a sophomore, and then he turns to me as he's still doing the exam and he says, and what about you, Link? Where'd you go to school? And I just immediately blurted out, Bowie's Creek Elementary. (laughs) Like that's literally what I said. And I like heard myself say, I was so shocked to be there. I was, and then I was just equally shocked that like it took me back to elementary school. (laughs) It it took me back to grade school, just like being so awkward. And I I don't even think I explained myself. I just kind of, him and Christy both just kind of looked at me like, what is wrong with this guy? Do you, this is going to be the father to your child? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, gynecologist reading lips. Yep. 
I got another one from uh, Matthew Millette Willard. They must be on the same wavelength, these people. And it says, what do a pizza delivery man and a gynecologist have in common? Oh, themed episode, huh? I guess so. What do a pizza delivery man and a gynecologist have in common? Okay, so we I don't think we're going down the lips road again. It's like uh, I bet I bet you we're going down the box road. <laughs> pizza box. Am I on the right track? No. Oh, okay. All right, what is it? They both get to smell it, but neither one gets to taste it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a t- it's a tough place to be. I don't write this stuff. I just get these emails and try to answer them the best I can. Yeah, that, yeah you keep saying that, <laughs> but you keep picking them. Yeah, well, <laughs> for the sake of the theme, I mean, if you can group them together, you you kind of have to say them. Christina Hand sends one in and says, "Why does Snoop Dogg need an umbrella? Why does Snoop Dogg need an umbrella?" Uh, Rain, because uh, it's always raining. Um, he needs an umbrella because you never know when it's gonna downpour. I don't know. I give up, Dad. You pretty close. Yes, a Snoop Dogg would do it because faux drizzle, faux drizzle, faux drizzle. Oh, why does he? Why does he need an umbrella? Faux drizzle. Yeah, faux drizzle, man. Do you do you get, do you get it? I don't know if I get it or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, uh, yeah, I thought like uh, he has a catchphrase that is it, similar to that. Oh, okay, you have you've never heard it? I've probably seen it on TV or something, but no, Do I you, don't. I mean, I don't well, remember. Let me take a step back. Do you know who Snoop Dogg is? Oh yeah. Okay, describe him. He's a tall black guy with them braids all in his hair, and he does rap music and. Uh, plays all that stuff and got all kind of shows on TV now and doing different stuff like that. And then he okay. makes those Corona, I think it's Corona beer commercials on TV that oh. you put the lemon in. Yeah, you really do know about Snoop Dogg. Well, you, you need to know one of his catchphrases is instead of saying for sure or like definitely, he says, faux shizzle. Oh, faux shizzle. So that's why. Faux shizzle. Okay. So faux drizzle. Kind of becomes funnier once you understand that part of it. Makes me understand it better. <laughs> I think the two of you would get along nicely. Hey, with him sitting on the beach and when he takes that guy's that guy gets a telephone call and he says, What what are you doing? He said, We're just chilling out and he takes his phone and he drops it in the ice and hands him one of them cold beers and he said, We just chilling down here on the beach, man. That's all we doing. Oh, kindred spirits. Faux shizzle. It's Sophia Franklin, and if you don't already know, listen up. My mini-series is live now, each and every Monday, and the only person missing is you. We're dating, we're dumping, we're learning, and we're tapping into all the feels that originally brought us together. Listen and follow Sophia with an F on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's see. Uh, I got a, another email from Spencer Grant. 
He said, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Oh, thought-provoking. Have you thought about this? Yeah, and I, I really don't care anything about being like Superman or anything You don't want to like fly. Don't, well, I, I don't want to fly. Why not? Flying would be awesome. Somebody's already, Superman's already done that, and all these other characters that's on these shows. So. Oh, look, another guy flying. Big whoop. So I, I, if I was a superhero and where people would recognize me and do stuff, I'd like to be somebody that all these crazy lunatics in the world, when they got ready to do something, whether it's start a war with another country, I'd like to be able to person that, be the person that could swoop in and stop these people from doing that kind of stuff. Okay. So you, so you want to... I might want to be able to still you fly fight a little crime bit. on a global political level. Yep. And you now you're saying you might want to fly a little bit because you say you're going to swoop in. Yeah, so I can get to where I need to get to to stop all this stuff. I hear you. That's I love right. that. So you you got you got the heart of a hero, but I don't hear that you've got an actual superpower yet. Like when you show up, what do you want to wield? Because now you're thinking maybe you want to fly there, but you said you didn't like to fly. I mean, you could be invisible. I mean, you could you could shoot sauce out of your fingers or lasers, killer sauce maybe. He'd call you Sauce Man. I guess more of it would be like being able to see into the future enough to stop bad things from happening. Okay, so more like a spidey sense, like something bad is about to happen. This person's about to do something bad. Yeah. And then if that's your only superpower, then you gotta figure out like, how are you gonna stop them? You know, are you gonna fight them? I don't know. Are you are you gonna uh you know, maybe shoot I'm just saying, maybe shoot sauce from your fingers. It could be poisonous sauce. It could it could like totally debilitate them so you could put them in the paddy wagon. Maybe we can get two for you. You can tell the future and you can shoot debilitating sauce out of your fingers. Let's have each finger shoot sauce. Maybe your pointer finger is like a poison sauce for crime fighting, but then you've got like a ranch finger. You got a barbecue sauce finger. Uh, you could have that sauce from Zaxby's come out of your pinky. That's a pretty good sauce. Yeah, it's pretty good. What's your favorite sauce? Honey mustard. All right, that can come out of your thumb. Yep. What kind? What do you want to come out of your fingers on your right hand? To be able to shoot some wisdom into them where they stop what they're doing. Oh, so you're you're changing their ways. You're reforming them. Yeah. Well, that must be like a Worcestershire. <laughs> I don't know what that. <laughs> a magic. Mind-changing sauce. That's that's cool. All right, you still got four more. Let's just have some fun. You've you fought them, you've debilitated them, and then you've rehabilitated them. Now it's just time to party. So what comes out of these four figures? To be able to uh, have a shoot out and have a, a whole keg of beer come out where everybody yes. could have something to drink. Cold beer finger. Oh, I worked hard today. I'm gonna suck on my own ring finger the rest of the night. <laughs> All right, three more fingers to go. Thing where everybody'd have something good to eat, chips and uh, chips can't come out of your finger though. That would hurt. Oh yeah, we we'd fix it up where they could come out. You got chips coming out of your finger? All right. Yeah. And then what's coming out of the one? What goes with it? What do you want to go with the chips? I don't. Salsa. Salsa, not nacho cheese. Okay. And then for this final finger, we could do that nacho cheese. Okay. All right. Ended up with nacho cheese. Man, yep. just don't get your fingers mixed up. You might have to put a cap on that, uh, the justice fingers, you know, especially that one that shoots out poison. 
You don't want to put poison on your chips. Just saying. Okay, I got a, another email from Devon Planter. Okay. And this is for both of us. It says, oh. my question for the two of you is this. If you could become a professional wrestling tag team, what would your team name be? I don't know. Do you have any ideas? We can come up with something. The one I come up with because of everything that you do, and then if we're going to be a wrestling team, we'd we'd be the Mythical Dynamic Duo. Oh, the Mythical Dynamic Duo. So we would be like father and son wrestlers. Yep. Who also have a podcast. So like in all of our stuff, we're like promoting our podcast. That's right. So it, it's very referential. It's set in this world. Then there's also like more YouTubers who are fighting other YouTubers now for charity. Do you think that's something that you and I should think about doing? You, it'd probably have to be mostly you. You'd have to do most of the training, and well, then you mostly know. me. Yeah, I mean, we you, would. You're, you're a lot younger than I am. Yeah, but I'm still 44 years old, man. I mean, <laughs> I don't, Dad. Don't sign me up for this. I'm your manager. Like, we got to find another 70-year-old creator to fight. Like, he's got to be evenly matched. I mean, you were tell, you, you told me the story of getting hit with a crowbar in the back. I've never been hit with a crowbar. I've never been punched in the face. Have you ever been punched in the face? Oh, yeah. What, what do you mean? You act like it's every week. How many times do you think you've been punched in the face in your lifetime? Probably 20 or 25, 30 times. And then how many times have you punched people in the face? That many times or more, too. Good, yeah. Like, okay, good. <laughs> more. That's a good sign. Yeah. The Mythical Dynamic Duo. Father-son podcast duo stepping into the squared circle. I don't know if people are going to show up for that. Did we lose you? All right, I'm back. What just happened? We got disconnected. I hit my, my big foot hit the, uh, where everything's plugged in up under the desk and unplugged us. Oh, you unplugged the internet with your foot? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did you plug it back in with your foot? No, I plugged it back in with my hand. Okay. Pushed it back in. I'm glad you're yeah. back, Dad. Yeah, me too. Keep your yeah. feet still, please. All right. <laughs> I got another email from Joey Simons. What's the difference between a genealogist and a gynecologist? What's the difference between a what? Genealogist. 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 Like somebody look, trying to look up where you come from, your genes, and where you, what kind of genes you got. Gotcha. All right. What's the difference between a... Genealogist, a genealogist. Genealogist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's the difference between a genealogist and we're back to it, a gynecologist? Well, apparently one of them's a lot easier to say. A genealogist looks up the family tree. A gynecologist looks up the family bush. <laughs> uh, I don't think I ever could have guessed that one. Okay, Dad. They keep pouring in, don't they? Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> now it's time for a word from our sponsor. This episode is almost brought to you by Music on Main at 
1 WW South Ocean Boulevard, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, where every Thursday night we have music on Main Street, and you can see the ocean in the background, and we have all different kinds of music and bands. It's not just shag music, it's people from different genres, and where you can come and enjoy yourself every week and get a taste of all different kinds of music and bring your own chairs and enjoy yourself and go to some of the restaurants downtown and get you something to eat and just have a big time and an enjoyable night out with your family. It's a good family atmosphere. So just come on down to Music on Main at North Myrtle Beach and enjoy yourself. Nice. And that's where you were. You might meet somebody who knows you. Oh, yeah. Now, you told me about this that crowbar story, and I, I, I wanted to set up a way to hear more of these stories from you. So, any ideas? Well, you can't tell Nana about all these stories. <laughs> okay, all right, well, that's a good name for it. Don't tell Nana. Yeah. Yeah, let's do the segment. And I promise I won't tell Nana if you want. We know she's not going to listen to this, hopefully. It's time for our first edition of Don't Tell Nana. Let's hear it. Tell me a story. Let's see. I got a, a story where we were in high school, uh-huh. and we had an agriculture teacher, and his name was Mr. Brown. And this was in, like, 1967 or 68. Okay. And he had a Volkswagen, and we liked Mr. Brown, but... We said, we're going to mess with him today. So there was two cars parked in front of the agriculture building, and they were pretty close together, but they were far enough apart that five or six of us, we picked Mr. Brown's Volkswagen up and set it between the two cars that was on the, in the agriculture building that was being worked on something for demolition so they wouldn't crank, they wouldn't run, wouldn't do anything. So <laughs> Couldn't move them. We said... We we couldn't move him, so we set his car up in between them. And when he come out to go to go home that day, he he couldn't go home. He couldn't get in the car from either side. He could get in the car, but he couldn't pull it back and forth. We had it sitting right in between from the front bumper and the back bumper. Oh, that direction. Yeah. So, <laughs> what, what were you? I mean, the best pranks are the ones where you're you have a vantage point of watching. Did you see him come out and react to this positioning of his beetle? Well, we were practicing football and we told the, our football coach about what was going on. He said, well, you, y'all gonna have to go back over and get his car out anyway so y'all can go over there and watch. So he let us go back over there and when he came out of his office, he looked kind of <laughs> bum-fuzzled. Bum-fuzzled. What well, he said, what in the world? How, how, you know, I didn't park my car there. I couldn't have got it in there. And then he was looking around for probably some of us guys or stuff. Yeah. And so he walked down to the car and it kind of looked like he said, well, it ain't going to do me no good to get in here. I can't, I can't drive it anywhere. Right. And then we come around the corner and said, Mr. Brown, we were just playing a joke on you. We'll get your car out of the way. And he said, if you boys want to pass agriculture, you better get my car out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so did you pass agriculture or not? Oh, yeah, we passed. Okay. 
And what position did you play in football? Center and middle linebacker. And did you did you wear one of those leather helmets that the really old people wore? <laughs> oh no, we had <laughs> no that, that 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 went out in the forties and the fifties. I'm, I'm just messing with you. All right, I, I won't tell Nana. I think she'd be okay with that one though. Before we end this episode, uh, they asked me to plug Mythicon. Mm, okay. Good idea. Do you, you you know about Mythicon, right? Not really. Well, I mean, you know, I, I thought I told you about it. We're gonna have a a convention. It's only for mythical. We like got this special like place outside of Austin. Oh yeah, that's right. Mythicontickets.com. 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 It's gonna be awesome. It's this venue with like it's kind of like an old West town, like all of these old buildings in this like campus, I mean, I haven't been yet, but from what I've seen, we, like we've sent mythical crew members there to like do reconnaissance and start planning out the details. Oh yeah. It may be the most ambitious thing we've ever done. You wanna go? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> all right, all right, you're, all right, you're invited. The team, everybody wants you to go. I mean, we might, we might need to do uh, Dispatches from Myrtle Beach live from Mythicon. Sound good? Sounds good to me, I'm game. Well, well to give it a whirl. We'll spin it around one time. You might need to ask Nancy. That's the, I think that's the weekend of the Neil reunion though. If we going somewhere, going on a trip, going somewhere, Nancy's gonna be ready to go. So, okay. But I will ask her, I, I'll make sure. Can you miss the Neil reunion this year? It's, that's the same weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna miss it this year. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to this. <laughs> All right, yeah, <laughs> I love it. You've heard it here for the first time. If you want to see my dad in action live, you got to come to Mythicon. I think we're gonna move the most tickets we've ever moved. MythiconTickets.com. See my dad. Yes, I will also be there, but I know you don't care about that. Yes, I do. <laughs> we do this together. That's right. That is right. All right, let's shut this one down and we'll get back together next Thursday and swing right on back into a new show and see if we can do something that y'all enjoy and, and just we, we keep loving all the stuff you're sending us and just keep keep doing what you're doing and we're going to keep doing what we do. Mm-hmm. Until next week. That was fun, Dad. Yep, love you. I'll talk to you later. Love you. Bye.